0: From just inside the four. Hurts to the angel. Shohei trying to help himself again. He's already had a walk in a single one score. And Shohei with a drive. Right center field. everybody welcome back to the newest episode of take the lead it is me the one and only john o'halloran i hope you guys are having a great day a great night when you ever decide to listen to this podcast if you want to follow the social media i guess i'll plug it again the instagram is john o'halloran 15 the twitter is underbar john o'halloran if you guys want to follow the social media is ttlpod with instagram and twitter as you can tell ryan's not here today but it's okay i still wanted to bring you guys a podcast i can't miss it Anyways, I think I got a really good episode for you guys today, and the first thing I'm going to talk about is some NFL. Uh, the Falcons are looking for a head coach, and they have uh, two coaches that they're going to uh, that that have been talking to. Both of them scheduled for a second meeting. And the first guy we're going to talk about is Bill Belichick. Uh, Belichick will meet with the Falcons Brass after he spoke one on one with owner Arthur Blank on Monday. Uh, Ian Rappaport said, At the time of the meeting, reports indicated that a deal wasn't uh, made yet, but the sides mutual interest. The Atlanta is the only team with a vacancy current, pursuing the former uh, Patriots uh, coach. Chargers, Ravens, and Panthers, as well as the Commanders, Seahawks, and Titans, are all looking for a new coach. Um, as Ryan and I talked about last week, uh, Belichick and the Patriots uh, mutually parted ways after 24 seasons and uh, six Super Bowl titles. In AFC and with the uh, with the Patriots, quickly named Gerard Mayo as his coach. Uh, Bill Belichick uh, finished the Patriots tenure with a uh, 266 and 121 regular season record and a 30 and 12 postseason mark. Uh, the Falcons' drive became available after the club fired Arthur Smith following uh, the third straight 7 10 finish. Uh, the uh, Lions' offensive corner to Ben Johnson, Baltimore Ravens' defensive corner Mike McDonald, the Society of Bengals' offensive corner to Brian Callan among others reported candidates for Atlanta's job. But um, I don't know. If I'm Bill Belichick, do you go to Atlanta? Or do you go to uh, almost to like San Diego? Do you go to the Chargers? I look at Atlanta. And I just, does he want to go to Atlanta and has Desmond Desmond Ritter at, uh, on our center? And you also got Taylor Haneke there. I think Bill Belichick is going to look at, the look at the quarterback situation and really say to himself, do I want to go to a place here? Um, or do I want to go to Los Angeles where they have Justin Herbert? Not only did Justin Herbert, they got uh, Austin Eckler. I know Austin Eckler had a very bad down year this year. They also got Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, and they also got Mike Williams. well Mike Williams will come back next season, hopefully he's healthy after his uh, injury. You, have, you got two good wide receivers. You got a good young quarterback, and you got a uh, very good running back in Austin Eckler. You look at Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta. I gotta pull up Atlanta's. Um, pull up Atlanta's. Uh, Wide receiver. I, mean, I know they got uh, Drake London. I don't know who else they have. I, mean, I know they got Kyle Pitts at tight end, but Kyle Pitts is coming to the league. His rookie year, um, his rookie year was good. Um, but ever since then, he's just been having a down year. Um, all right, I want to pull up the wide receiver. I don't know who Lent has wide receivers. So they got uh, Drake London, Mac Hollins, and Austin aw- awesome Mac. They got Van Dressen at number two. Uh, Scott mean. I just look at that. I look at that. I look at that offense. I mean, Tyler uh, Haneke, You can Desmond Red right? that one. Uh, Bijan uh, uh, John Robinson. I think he's going to be a good uh, good running back, not wide receiver. Drake London, Van Jefferson. You look at that, and you say to yourself, "Do I really want to go there? Do I really want to coach a team like that?" Or you can go look at the Chargers team. Link up the Chargers. I mean, you got. Justin Herbert when he comes back next season, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and um, Mike Williams. I mean, I look at that, and I say I would want to go there, um, unless no, unless Atlanta can go out and they can go get. I know it's gonna be a stretch. Justin Fields, because Justin Fields, in my opinion, is better than T- Taylor Hennicky. He's better than Desmond Ritter. Also, if you don't go out and get Justin Fields, if Bill Belichick does go to Atlanta, you can go out and maybe you can sign. Um, Kirk Cousins. I was looking at the Falcons um, the Falcons cap for this upcoming season. So right now, they're, uh, they're currently set to have 37 million caps, which is good for 19th in the league, and will give them enough room to sign a major name and fill out the roster. So if you can go out you can sign um, Kirk Cousins, I mean, do you give him a huge contract? Maybe you can give Kirk Cousins 20 million for two years, then you can go out and maybe sign um i know i mean this is going to be a far stretch um mike uh, uh, mike evans cuz mike evans is going to be a free agent after the season but mike evans is going to want a huge contract from somewhere so if you give kirk cousins 2 years 20 million i don't see mike evans sign a contract for 17 million i just i i, I don't see that um Unless you can make a trade and bring in uh, Justin Fields, um, then fill out your roster and get a wide receiver. So, I mean, you got Kirk Cousins. You can go and sign Kirk Cousins. But like I said, they only got $37 million to spend. Um, I mean, Mike Evans, I mean, you could... uh, I mean, you could sign Calvin Ridley if it doesn't go back to uh, Jacksonville. I mean, T. Higgins. I mean, Michael Pittman Jr. is a free agent. Maybe you could swing it and uh, sign Kirk Cousins. Maybe Kirk Cousins will take a cheap deal. Maybe you can sign uh, both. Um, you no, know, T. Higgins, and Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, I know you got Drake London. You just drafted Drake London. Maybe you can sign one of those two and have you know maybe my uh, Drake London is number one. T. Higgins is your number two. Or maybe you can re- maybe even bring Curtis Samuel. I mean, I. I, I I mean, yeah, I would not mind Mike Evans if you can go out and swing and sign him, but they don't got the money. They, they only really got the money to really sign one guy, maybe two guys. Like I said, maybe you can swing it, sign Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins can take a cheap deal, uh, and maybe you can bring in T Higgins and you're, or even Michael Pittman Jr., and your number one could uh, no, be one of those two, throwing Drake Lynn at uh, number two, have Drake Lynn be your number one, have one of those guys be number two. But I just I just look at the Falcons' roster – and does Bill Belichick want to coach a team like that? Want to have a quarterback like um, Desmond Ritter, Taylor Haneke? If they can bring Kirk Cousins, I, I, I could see Bill Belichick going to Atlanta. Because Kirk Cousins did say he would love to play for Bill Belichick. And I think Kirk Cousins would be a perfect fit. For Bill Belichick, I, I think her Cousins can be that type of quarterback Bill Belichick can work with. Um, but I'm not gonna be surprised by the end of this week if you do see um, if you do see Bill Belichick. I'm going to the Falcons, but I just look at that roster and I just look at it and I say I don't think that's a roster that Bill Belichick would really, really want to work with. I mean, I'm, I know I'm going to sound like a far stretcher, but I look at that roster and it's kind of like the Patriots roster that he just dealt with. You know, the, both those quarterbacks I don't believe in you got you, know, you got a good running back. I think like I said B.J. Robinson is going to be a great running back in this in, in the NFL. But you look at the wide receivers. I don't know about Drake London. Maybe Drake London if you get the right quarterback he can be good. Um then you look at number 2 uh, wide receiver, Van Jefferson. Yeah, I don't think so. Um but I just I just look at the Falcons team and I just don't think Bill Belichick I just I don't see him wanting to coach a team like that. Um but I definitely can fix that defense. He's de- defensive. He's a defensive man of coach. I think he can fix that defense. Um, but if you can get him Kirk Cousins, I could see him going. But I just I look. I don't know. I just I. The biggest thing holding me back for Bill Belichick going to Atlanta is their quarterback situation. You know, he had a deal with Mac Jones. You know, I saw a report that he wanted to trade Mac Jones and sign Baker Mayfield. Uh, maybe that could be a situation. Maybe you know Baker Mayfield. Cool, look at that situation. I know Baker. I know Baker Mayfield has a chance to lead this Buccaneers team deep into playoffs. They just smoked the Eagles on Monday night. Uh, on Monday Night Football in the Wild Card game. They got the Lions tomorrow. You know, if Baker Mayfield can bring this team to the the Bucks to the NFC Championship. I don't see him leaving Tampa Bay. But if he does leave Tampa Bay, you know, maybe the bus, that maybe the Falcons assign Baker Mayfield and Bill Belichick can work with him. I don't know if that report was true or not. About no wanting to trade Mac Jones and bringing in Baker Mayfield, but if it is, then I could possibly see that. Um, but I don't know. Does Does Bill Belichick want to go to Atlanta to deal with that team? Another coach I scoped for a second interview is Jim Harbaugh. Atlanta announced that they met with Harbaugh for the first time on January 16th. The following the interview will be planned for next week. Uh, Harbaugh isn't the only Falcons. Uh, isn't the only coach Falcons to talk with. I already talked about Bill Belichick. Earlier in January, Harborough's uh, Wolverines beat Washington in the college football national championship. Uh, they end up going undefeated. Um, you know, the, uh, with the Michigan, he went 89-25 since joining the program in 2015, including uh, at Stanford in 2007-2010, owns a 118-46 college record uh, Harborough last coached in the NFL with the San Francisco 49ers during the 2014 campaign. He spent four seasons with the team and collected a uh, 44-19-1 record. He also uh, he also coached the 49ers in the Super Bowl against his brother John Harborough as the head coach as, as the Ravens. Um, again, situation. Um, if I'm Jim Harborough, I stay in college. You know, Michigan's built to win again. Michigan has a Can with JJ McCarty going to the NFL? I don't know. Um, but no, Michigan, I I, why leave Michigan? You just won the national championship. No, stay there and try to get another one. Um, I know he was there for almost 10 years and he did me what he wanted to do. He got a championship for Michigan, but again, I look at the situation in Atlanta. Um, it's it's the biggest thing holding me back. Is a, co- is, is a quarterback situation. I just look at that Ross. I don't think it, the Ross is that good. Uh, no, maybe Bill, Bill Bill Belichick goes to Atlanta. Maybe Jim Harbaugh can go to uh, San Diego. I think that'd be a great fit for uh, Jim Harbaugh. I think he can do great things with that team. Um, now that Chargers team, it's not a bad team on paper. You look at it, it's really not a bad team on paper. If I'm one of these two, I look at Atlanta. And I not keep saying it. And if I look at Atlanta, I say, I don't know if I want to go to a team like that. Um... But if I had to predict, which I'm bad at predicting, if you guys know, um, I see Bill Belichick going to Atlanta, and I see Jim Harborough going to um, Los Angeles. Um, but speaking about more coaches, this completely blows my mind here that the uh, Cowboys are um, keeping Mike McCarthy. He said Cowboys have a championship program. He says we established a championship program. Uh, it's not a world championship yet, he said, according to uh, Michael uh, Gellick of Dallas Morning News. He added, I know how to win. I will get over the threshold. I have total confidence, and that's why I'm standing here today. Despite the Cowboys suffering heavy first-round defeat to the seventeen seed Packers, owner Jerry Jones announced that McCarthy return for, for the 2024. Jones said he believes McCarthy is the man to lead the Cowboys to the first championship in 29 years, and proclaim the club is very close and capable of achieving our ultimate goals. He says I'm very confident in the direction. I like uh where our uh, uh, I like where we are moving uh for McCarthy said. Um, our team played their uh standard and uh, the other didn't. Uh he said according to um uh David Smith of Pro Football Talk. Fortunately we didn't, so I'm very disappointed in our performance. Uh just our playing standard. Um He's produced, uh, no, three straight twelve and five campaigns after going six and ten in his first season in Dallas, uh, but he only uh, earned one postseason victory. Um, I don't know why the Cowboys are bringing him back. You no, know, three straight years of twelve and five, three straight years of uh, losing in the playoffs. So why can't you bring this guy back? You know, I'm surprised I know Jerry Jones didn't get rid of Mike McCarthy and instantly, instantly didn't go after Bill Belichick because that that's a situation where I want to go if that opened up for Bill Belichick. But I'm surprised the Cowboys are keeping Mike McCarthy. You know, how many chances can you give a guy? Yeah, you went 6-10 your first season. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's the first year he was in Dallas. That's when Dak Prescott had a nasty ankle injury. Um, If you want to look it up, go look it up. I was watching the game on TV, and I'm warning you, it is friggin' brutal if you remember that injury. If you haven't seen it, look it up if you want to. Um... But you know, three straight of twelve and five. No, three straight years ago in twelve and five, in three straight you no know, playoff exits. You no, know, how many chances can you give a guy? And after that performance, I'm surprised Jerry Jones. I'm surprised after that performance last Sunday. I'm surprised that wouldn't see a report that Jerry Jones that Jerry Jones fired Mike McCarthy. I think you should let. I think you should let Mike McCarthy go. I don't think Mike McCarthy is a right guy to know lead this team deep into a playoff run. Um. Yeah, I was watching that game. <coughs> and no, me being stupid, and, me being stupid and foolish, I on my uh the House Sports YouTube channel, I did an ESPN playoff bracket video when I had the Cowboys going all the way. No, the Cowboys had me. Uh, the cat, the Cowboys had me. Um, no fooled. Um. No, I. I said they got a great defense. I said they got a great offense. I said no. No team in the NFL is be able to beat them come playoff time. I said no team is be able to stop them come playoff time. And the Packers, they walked into uh AT and T Stadium and had no problem. No, before you knew it, before you knew it, it was fourteen to nothing. And as soon as it was fourteen to nothing, they showed Jerry Jones in the press box, and I said, "Yep, my, Mike McCarthy's done." And I'm surprised to bring him back. You know, I think Mike McCarthy, and I think Jerry Jones said to Mike McCarthy, he said we're keeping you, but next year is your last year. Next year is your last year to you know, prove that you can actually get this team to a deep player front and into the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I really thought this was the Cowboys' year. You know, uh, they fooled me. me. Me being an Eagles fan, first of all, I should never even check the Cowboys'. To go that far. Maybe an Eagles fan, I should be happy the Cowboys are keeping Mike McCarthy so he can laugh at the Cowboys, have another first round exit, even though I shouldn't laugh because the Eagles got their cheeks clapped on uh, Monday night. But um, I'm just really surprised that the Cowboys are keeping him. You know, as soon as you know, I saw that, you no, know, if as as, I was Jerry Jones, as soon as I saw you no, know, Bill Belichick was, uh, you part know, partners with the Patriots. I would have said to myself, "If Mike McCarthy can't get us, you no, know, to the Super Bowl, then he's done." I know Cowboys fans want him gone. I'm just surprised that you no, know, the Cowboys are keeping this guy. Uh, no, how many? I mean, the Cowboys roster is built to win a championship. You look at that. You got CeeDee Lamb, who's probably going to end up being one of the, who's probably gonna end up being the best receiver in the NFL before you know it. I mean, Dak Prescott. When it comes to playoff time, crap himself, and you start. Um, but I mean, they got a good defense. They got a good offensive line. Uh, Tony Pollard had a down year. Um, you got a good wide receiver, but it just come playoff time. You got the guy on the center who, knew who can't get the job done, and Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy. I know. I don't know. I mean. I don't know if it's a quarterback play when it comes to playoff time or it's a coaching. But I'm just surprised that the Cowboys are giving Mike McCarthy another chance. Um, but like I said, as an Eagles fan, I, I definitely like that they're, um, that they're... that they're keeping Mike McCarthy. Because you know, it'd be funny, next year, once again, if this team can go 12-5 or even better and they lose their first playoff game. But uh speaking about more about um more NFL, uh speaking about the Chargers, they're interviewing Mike Vabel for the uh, opening uh coach position. Uh it's Verbrill's first interview after spending six seasons with the Titans. The Falcons and Seahawks are also interested in speaking with Vaberl. Um, variable, uh, went, uh, fifty point forty five mark during, uh, with the, uh, Tennessee, he led the Titans to three straight playoff appearances from uh, 1921, was named coach of the year in uh, 2021. However, after producing, after producing my bad winning campaigns for the first four years with the team, um, they finished, uh, back to back, uh, sub 500 uh, records, cooling a six level mark this past season. A variable joins a, uh, uh, growing list of candidates linked to the chargers opening. Uh, like I already said, uh, Jim Harborough, obviously said, I already said Brian, Callen, uh, Brian Callahan, and all these other, uh, coaches, um, chargers dismissed, uh, Brandon Staley and, uh, manager Tim, uh, the go on December 15th after the club dropped to five and nine with the website 63 to 21 loss to the, uh, Raiders. um, I think that'd be a great fit. I think Mike Rabel is a great head coach. I think this would be a great fit for him. I think he can do tremendous things with Justin Herbert. Not only that, I think he can do tremendous things with that offense. Um, I think he can fix that. No, not only that with the offense, I think he can fix the defense. I think this would be a great fit for Mike Rabel. They got the talent. And look what he did with the Titans. I mean, he made the Titans a, a winning team. He took the Titans a 9-7 and seven Titans team to the AFC Championship back in 2019. Um This would be a great fit if the Chargers can get this done. I think you can do great things with Justin Herbert. I think you can know you can bring back Austin Eckler. I'd really, really feel like this would be a great fit for um Mike Variable. I think you get the Chargers back to winning ways. I definitely think he can make the Chargers a playoff contending team. Um, I won't be surprised if this deal gets done. The, if I was a player, there's a few coaches that I would love to play for, and Mike Vrabel be one of them. I mean, a lot of players from the Titans say they love playing for Mike Vrabel. I would absolutely love to love play for Mike Vrabel if I was uh, a player. Um, did great things for the Titans. I'm surprised the Titans let him go. I know they went six and eleven. But you know what? You had, quarter, you had injuries with your quarterback. Um, you didn't really have a good no offense. Uh, I'm surprised they let him go. I'm really surprised the Titans let him walk. And I think the Titans are going to regret it. Because I don't think the Titans are going to be good for a while. But if I'm the Chargers, bring this guy in. Now um, bring this guy in. Yeah, this guy could, get you, this guy could make the Chargers winning team. he definitely get the Chargers back to the playoffs. They got the talent. They got the talent to do it. And all you need you you can have you know a good talented team, but if you have a crappy head coach that they had in Brandon Staley, you're not gonna go anywhere. But you bring in Mike Vabril with a talented team, a talented head coach. It works out. It really does. And um, I was saw rumors that no Nick Shrine was possibly get fired after uh, they after um they lost the Bucs even before the game. And if Nick Shrine did get fired. That I, I wanted the Eagles to go after Mike Varble. I wanted the Eagles to go after him. Or I know it's a launch at Bill Belichick, but um I think it be a great situation in uh Los Angeles if you can bring in Mike Verbal. I think it'd be a great fit. Um But to be interesting to see what's going on with these uh, head coaching spots. Uh, speaking more about um Uh, did I delete it? I was gonna talk about the uh, Raiders but uh I did delete it you idiot. Bear with me. All right the Raiders hired uh Antonio Pierce's head coach. I, I I think this is a great. I I am glad they kept this guy. Um, at one you no, know, he had the Raiders in playoff, um, playoff position at one point. You know, I I it seems like these players are gonna be they're gonna be like playing for this guy. But the only situation I already right, talked about the Falcons is their quarterback situation. What do they do with Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, already right, you got the Devonte Adams, one of the best receivers in this game. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I believe he's a free agent. But if you can bring back Josh Jacobs, now he had a down year. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's great that they kept him. You no, know, a lot of players are happy that they uh, brought him back. Um, no, um, you now the fight uh, Josh McDaniels. Um, no, he'd be, he be they went five and four with him. They finished eight and nine, good for second in the AFC West. Uh, several Raiders players, including wide receiver uh, Devontae Adams, running back Stroud Jacobs, edge rusher Matt Crosby, probably supported. Uh, removing Pierce's interim tag in 2024 Crosby reported that he would be expected uh, he would explore a trade request if the uh, Vegas didn't make Pierce his full-time head coach uh, Matt Crosby said on uh Twitter let's work um with an Eagle emoji he's going to the Eagles Matt Crosby's going to the Eagles um the is defensive the defense improved significantly with a 45 with uh, with him at the helm ranking second in EPA play allowed since week nine, improving the offense, uh, improving the offense will be a challenge for the uh, coaching staff after the covering 23 in total points. Uh, the quarterback position is one of the franchise biggest questions, despite signing Jimmy Garoppolo to a three year, $72.75 million jail during the 2023 offseason, The Raiders finished the regular season with fourth round rookie Adrian O'Connell at QB number one, uh, Las Vegas expect to pursue a new starting quarterback in the upcoming season. Um, Las Vegas is also looking uh, for a new offensive uh, coordinator and general manager. Bo uh, Hardgree as the team's interim OC this season uh final stretch after replacing Mark Lombardi. Uh, Mick Lim, uh, Lombardi, who was dismissed alongside with McDaniels. Um, so the Raiders had the 13th pick in the 2024 NFL draft. So I want to look up a mock draft and see who uh, they have the Raiders drafting. They have the great. Oh, I'm going to botch that name. Olama uh, Fazumu from uh, Penn State. So, uh, how much money do the Raiders have? They they must not have a lot after giving all that money to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So, they have $43 million to spend. If I'm correct, if I'm looking at that right, so they got $43 million to spend. Las Vegas, so they have 67 million cap space. Eighth most of the NFL and could create more parting ways with directors like Jimmy Garoppolo, Hunter Renfro, and others. Um, so Josh Jacobs, Fresh um no, he's str- like I say, he struggled to uh, no replace the 2020, 2020- 2022 numbers. Um, so they got $67 million to spend. Hold on. So it's $67 million. So obviously it sounds like they're getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. So your wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers. So... So, you could bring in Kirk Cousins as quarterback. I know he's 35 years old. You could bring in uh, Kirk Cousins, um, sign him to a contract, and you also could go out and try to possibly sign, you know, like I said, someone like Mike Evans or even T. Higgins, you know, Michael Pitton Jr., um, bring, try to bring back uh, Josh Jacobs. To fix that offense, man, you know you could, like I said, sign, um, sign. I mean, so tony Pierce did great with the defense. He fixed that defense. So he's always working that defense. And if you can and fix that offense, they said, maybe sign a quarterback like, um, sign a quarterback like uh, Kirk Cousins. Because I don't know what, uh, what quarterbacks would be there by the thirteenth pick this up in draft, unless you can trade and try to trade, try, try to trade up and try to draft a quarterback. Um, but if you can you can sign Kirk Cousins, maybe sign, um, try, dude, just imagine, I don't know if the Raiders can afford it though. If they sign Kirk Cousins and Mike Evans, your wide receivers would be Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, have your, uh, quarterback be Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins and try to bring back Josh Jacobs. That's not a bad, that's not, it's not a bad recipe right there, but, um. Like I said, I, I I really truly think that these players, obviously these players love playing for Tony Pierce. He did a great job with him at one point. Like I said, they were they were in playoff. They were in the playoff picture. They were in the playoff picture at one point. You no, know, they finished off five and four with him. So I think it's a great sign. I think it's awesome that they kept him. I think he can do well with this team. Um, you no, know, he fixed that defense right away. Only thing the Raiders need to do if he continue to prove that offense, continue to continue prove that defense and fix that offense. The Raiders could be good next year, but the only thing, the biggest question mark is that quarterback. Do they keep Jimmy Garoppolo? Because obviously Jimmy Garoppolo did bad, sucked for the Raiders. Adrian McConnell is not an NFL quarterback. So if you can get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo and bring in a quarterback, fix more of that offense, keep Josh Jacobs, try to get another wide receiver alongside Devontae Adams. Unless you trust Jacoby Myers, that team's not gonna be bad. That defense is already getting fixed. Just fix that offense and the Raiders could be um, Raiders could be a playoff team. I know that sounds crazy. Uh more NFL uh news uh about I'm gonna be uh talking about um Nick Sharani. Um Eagles are gonna keep Nick Sharani. Uh players are showing him support. Um I just I don't know. I mean I know he brought to the Eagles to the Super Bowl last year. Um but at one point this team was 10 1. They finished off and 6. You know, if I owned an NFL team and my coach was leading a team that was 10 1 and they completely collapse and finish and 6. They lost to the they lost to the um Cardinals, the loss to the Giants, the loss to the Seahawks. I mean, you should have blown out the Seahawks. You should have blown out the Cardinals, you should have blown out the uh Giants. But these last the last few of the e- weeks of the Eagles season, I don't know what this guy was doing. I mean, this team at one point was 10 and 1. I mean I'm really surprised you're keeping him. And I feel like no there was apparently a tweet I saw that him and Jeffy Lowry were in a meeting for over an hour. And I feel like Jeffy Lowry said to him said, "Look, I'm disappointed in this finish. I know you're disappointed in this finish. These fans are this team is. And I feel like Jeffy Lowry said to him, <coughs> "I'm giving you one more shot next year to get the shit back to what it should be. And if you don't then we're to have to see we go from on from next year. Um, you know, players show him support. He's a hell of a coach. Eagles offensive lineman Jordan Amaladas said Wednesday, according to Jeff Kerr, CBS Sports. I don't understand that the job security speculation led us to a playoffs three years, took us to a Super Bowl last year. That's got to count to something. Trini's posted a thirty-six and twenty record across three years as a Philly sideline boss. in the playoffs, uh, the team has made the postseason each of those seasons and won the NFC during the twenty twenty two campaign. However, after ten one start in twenty twenty three, the Eagles. Ingress in season second half, less six of the final seven games. Um, <clears throat> Eagles center uh, team captain Jason Kelsey said uh, he still has faith in Sharani. I love Nick Kelsey said Wednesday, according to CBS Sports. I think Nick is a great coach. I really do. Obviously, nobody has uh, had. N- obviously, nobody was good enough this year. I wasn't. Uh, none of those, uh, none of the players, none of the coaches were good enough to uh, down the stretch. That's the reality of the business. When you are that bad, it's a collective thing. Uh, Philadelphia returned most of its uh, starters from its NFC-winning squad in 2023, but Sharni staff lost offensive coordinator Shane Strickland, uh, uh, which I think is huge. And Defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, which I know I give Jonathan Gannon a lot of shit. Look what happened as soon as he left. Um, the Eagles regressed on both sides of the ball this past season, especially on defense, ranking 30th in points allowed. Uh, according to Shane uh, uh, Disney, uh, beginning the campaign as a fully defensive uh, play caller, but lost play calling duties to Matt Patricia in December. Charani and coach tried to solve the club's issues. Uh, the Eagles' longtime defensive uh, tackle, Fletcher caller called any speculation about Charani's uh, Shur- uh, future. He said uh, he's the head coach of this team that even a and that's even the F discussion. Cox added, uh this man, he's a winner. He's a winner head he's a winning head coach. Did we have some bumps this year? Yeah. But every team, every organization, everybody goes through it. But we don't uh look at the firing uh the man uh you know obviously has won ten plus games uh two years in a row. Um I wanna say that, uh, that's taking this organization to three player appearances three years in a row you know that's respect. Shrani isn't the only member of the Eagles uh future who's uncertain uh, Spurs, uh, apparently, Jason Kelsey, there's a rumor that he retired, then he, came out he hasn't made the decision yet. Uh, also, uh, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, whose contract expires in March, are also complaining what's next for the football careers. Uh, Graham hopes he can uh, return to the Eagles for a final season. Um, no, as I, I being an Eagles fan, I'm very, very disappointed how the season finished. I'm very disappointed. Um, apparently, A.J. Brown was out of Philly. He deleted everything Eagles on his social media. And honestly, if you don't want to be in Philly, get out. You know, request a trade because the Eagles can get a lot for him. Um, he's a diva. You no, know, I, I said it to someone at the gym this morning. And I think I said it to Ryan. And a guy at work. I said, A.J. Brown is the next Trell Owens. Trellowens Owens is one of the greatest private series to ever play the game. Forced way to San Francisco. Goes to Philadelphia. Forced his way to Philadelphia. Uh, the guy I was talking to this morning in the gym is actually a Cowboys fan. He did say um Trill Owens didn't want to say in Dallas. Um, but I said he did force way out of Dallas, so I don't know. I just feel like he's going to be the next Trello Owens. Trellwins was a diva, and I feel like, you know, A.J. Brown, is A.J. Brown is the same thing in Tennessee that he's doing in Philly. Then when he's going to go somewhere else, guess what? He's going to do the same thing again, force his way out of that place. Actually, I'm not going to call him the Trelloans. I'm going to call him the James Harden of the NFL. I guarantee you, he. I guarantee you that if the Eagles do trade him, A.J. Brown is going to be the next thing. The same thing, I should say, not the next. thing. the same thing with his next team, if he gets traded, force his way out. He's going to the James Harden the NFL, force his way out of places. If you want to be in Philly, get out of Philly. If you don't want to be in Philly, get out of Philly. Um, but like I said, I'm very, very disappointed with the Eagles team played, especially the defense. Watch the game on Monday. I had a shut off after the safety, Jalen Hurts. I praise him all, and I praised him last season. I said it before. I I did not think Jalen Hurts was an NFL quarterback. I was pissed when they drafted him. I didn't like him in college. I was pissed off when they drafted him. And uh, I know last season, what he did, I said to myself, this guy's guy's actually a good quarterback. And after this season, I'm like, this guy, I. I," And I'm a lot of people saying, you can't put the blame on Jalen Hurts. You can't put the blame on Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts had a lot to do with it. His play this season was absolutely awful. The way he played this season was terrible, especially watching the game on Monday. The, I mean, again, the offensive line wasn't really giving him any time. But just some of the plays that Jalen Hurts did this year was terrible. it um, yeah, just disappointed with this Eagles team. You know? I really thought this team was going to get back to the Super Bowl or maybe the NFC Championship. Really disappointed with this team. Um hopefully they can figure it out, you know. Um, you know, they made all these moves during the uh you know they bring Kevin Bayer uh, Kevin Byard that, that was awful. Um I mean I he did good I guess. Uh but by they, they gotta get rid of um James Bradbury. Get rid of James Bradbury, uh Darius Slay, I hate to say it, get rid of Darius Slay, and no, hopefully, you know, there's good cornerbacks out there that you can sign, and maybe there's good cornerbacks in the draft that you can draft. Maybe you can fix that defense by bringing a good good defensive coordinator. Um, But, like I said, just very disappointed. Speaking, speaking, like I said, about Jason Kelsey, (laughs) Um, apparently he didn't, I don't know, apparently he hasn't made the decision yet. If I was to my death and retire, he's, he's one of the best centers to ever play the game. He was vest- he was um, he was uh, visibly emotional uh towards the closure of Monday night's loss. He did de- de- uh de- declined to speak to the report. It's not uh, not not no guys, not today, he said. Um you No, know, if he does retire, it's definitely gonna suck. But you know what? Amazing, amazing career he had. You no know, Super Bowl champion. Um I believe he was a six time Pro Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, six a uh, seven time Pro Bowl, a first uh, time uh, six a uh, six time first all team, uh Super Bowl champion. Uh, should be a two time Super Bowl champion, but that's okay. Um But you know, you know, if, if it is a career for him, fantastic, fantastic career. Anyways, guys, that's the end of uh NFL. Let's talk about some NBA, especially the trade just happened in the NBA a few days ago. Rappers sent uh, uh, to the Pacers, a multiplayer trade. Um, the Raptors in return uh, will get Bruce Brown, Kyra uh, uh, Lewis Jr., Jordan Noah, and three first-round picks. The Pacers sending their own 2024 and 2026 first-round picks to Toronto alongside with the worst uh, 2024 pick from the Rockets, Thunder, or Jazz. Earlier in the day, the Pacers acquired Lewis Jr. a 2024 second-round pick from the Pelicans for cast considerations. Uh, the Pelic, uh, the Raptors, wave center uh, Christian Kluco to complete the deal. The 23-year-old hasn't played the season due to respiratory issues. Apparently, it's um, blood clots for him. So hopefully, you no, know, they can get that figured out for him because that's scary. And those apparently, it's career-threatening, which sucks for him. So I really, really hope they can you know, figure what's going on for him. We're incredibly excited to welcome Pascal to Indiana Pacers President of Baxter Operations, uh, Kevin Pitchard said in a statement. As a two-time NBA uh, all-team and two-time all-star selection, Pascal is the player of that organization, long admitted and respected, admired and respected. We all feel his unique offensive skill set uh will uh, complete our style of play while his defensive uh defensive uh versatility uh, will be a big asset to our team. The Pacers expect to re-sign succumb, uh when he uh, will become a free agent this summer. I'm excited that the uh, Pascal is getting a first-class opportunity with the Pacers. Uh, Sakam's agent uh, Todd uh, Rosmar told report uh, told uh, Spears, um, his future looks bright. You no, know, he's averaging 22.2 points, six point rebounds, 39 games for the Raptors. He joins uh, Tyrese Halliburton as the league's highest offense uh, scoring offense. Um, Not a bad trade. He's definitely going to improve that Pacers team. Not a bad trade for the Pacers. I think it's going to work well for them. Uh, Speaking about uh, this trade, uh, Bruce Brown paid a teammate $10,000 for his jersey number 11 after the Pacers trade. Um, That's freaking nuts. Upon rival to Toronto, Brown discovered that the number 11 was occupied by a uh, J- Porter Jr., the Raptors 2A player. Seeing he knows uh, seen as he knew Porter's brother Michael from his time with the Nuggets. Um <clears throat> I didn't know that. Um That's freaking nuts. I know he's, so apparently he's been wearing number 11 um since his time with Denver. Um Ten thousand dollars just for a jersey number? You couldn't walk up to the guy and say, "Hey, look, um, I've been wearing number eleven for the last few years. Is there any possible way you can give me that number?" Um, that's nuts, man. If if I'm a player, if I played, in no, I don't care. NBA, let's say it's NBA, and it's number eighteen, and a guy comes up to me and goes, "Hey, I've been wearing number eighteen since high school. I'll give you ten thousand dollars for it." I would be like. <sighs> $10,000 for a jersey number? It's yours. That's freaking nuts, man. $10,000 just for a jersey number? You couldn't walk up to the guy and say, Hey, look, I know you got jersey number 11. That's my number. I've been wearing for the last no, four years now. Um, can I please have it? And the guy's a two-way player anyway, so he plays in the G League for most of the time probably. That's nuts, man. $10,000 just for a jersey number? I would say yes. I would say to him, you know what, just a matter of fact, I'll stitch your name on it for you. Um ten thousand dollars just for a friggin' jersey numbers, absolutely crazy. Um but hey, I'm sure that guy was not complaining to put ten thousand dollars in his um in his bank account. Uh, speaking will more about NBA. Uh, Josh Giddy will not face charges after legends of allegations of uh, an inappropriate relationship with the minor. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder uh, wing uh, Josh Giddy will not face police charges following incident of um, allegations. I keep messing up here, having inappropriate relationships with the minor. After a uh, through th- after a threw in uh excessive um Last where I was, Um, we have uh, completed our investigation uh, into information that was uh, uh, circulation on social media involving Josh Giddy. uh, The statement read: Um, Our detectives have uh, reviewed all of the uh, available information that were unable to contribute any uh, criminal activity. Uh, The new, uh, the new uh, Port uh, Beach. A police department first opened an investigation last November that the NBA has uh, deferred the criminal investigation since uh, Giddy has declined to speak to the matter. Uh, Giddy said, "Um, I get that you have to ask, but I have no comment regarding that situation, he said on Thursday. (coughs) Uh, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told uh, ESPN December that the uh, league was uh, holding off any punishment for Giddy until he knew the results of an investigation. Investigation as he waited for Newport Beach uh, Police Department to complete theirs. Um, Giddy's having a down season averaging career lows across boards, board 11.8.6.1 repounds and 4.6 assists on 45% shooting. Um, no, nah, nah, I got something. Good for him. I mean, because, no, I'm going to always talk about, uh, we got news about Wanda Franco with his situation. Um, see, I can't comment on that. I don't know if Josh Giddy did or not. And if he didn't do it, then good. If he did do it, then dude, really? Um, but you just see it. You just... <clears throat> you see it all the time with athletes. Not athletes. It can happen to any guy. You know, if these... I'm not trying to stir the pot, but... You just see it a lot with these women doing this. And men can do it to women. woman. And it's scary. You know, I, I mean, if he did do it, I, it's sickening that he looked at a minor and said, I want to get with her. If he didn't do it, then... Obviously, the miner was trying to do it, number one, to get famous off of it, to get money off of it, and to get a name out there. Um, And I saw a couple reports, a couple people on Twitter saying, no, they're pissed off that, um, that that he didn't get in trouble for this. Look, if the police department dug deep all the way down to it and saw no evidence, what are you getting pissed about? They did their research, they found nothing, so I don't know what you're getting mad about. And if the no if the police no miss some no miss some evidence, then that's not good. But if they did if the if the NBA, you know did investigation, and couldn't find anything, then I don't know what you're getting mad about. Um but no Josh Kidd, know, ended up doing something with the minor, then no, that's it's disgusting. Um Next, we'll talk about uh, some baseball. Uh, Josh Hader is finally off the market. He agrees to a five-year, ninety-five million dollars with the Astros. Um, I think this is a good move for the Astros. Um, no, he's going to join uh, Ryan Priestley and uh, Brian Abreu at the back of what could be obviously one of the scariest bullpens in the American League. The Astros ranked fourth in the A bullpen ERA last season, and. In first, from the trade deadline throughout the end of the year, although Houston has parted ways with uh, several key contributors this winter, adding Hadar goes a long way toward uh replenishing that was uh lost. Um, now they did uh lose uh Kevin Russo and way with the Astros with uh 1.4 wins above average. Um, Harder uh owns uh a worth 1.7 WAR in 2023. I don't think this is a bad move for the Astros, Obviously, Astros they compete every year. Josh Hader is one of the best uh, relief pitchers in baseball. Um, this is not a bad move. I mean, he's going to be 30 years old. Uh, he will earn $19 million per year with uh, the $95 million eclipsing the uh, present-day value of Edwin Diaz. $102 million deal with the uh, with the Mets. Um, so it has no opt-out or uh, club options per source. Harden's new contract is the uh, largest free agent deal for the Astros under-owner Jim Crane. Um, <clears throat> Harden enjoyed... Uh, another strong season on the mound in 2023 um with the, no 1 1.28 ERA amazing with impressive uh 13.58 K/9 uh he led all MLB relievers in saves 153 In uh second in both K/9 15.15 um it's not bad It's not it's not a bad move for the Astros obviously Astros are competitive every year um I'm just surprised at this. I'm surprised it took this long for him to get signed. That could be a scary bullpen. That definitely could be a scary bullpen. Um, I'm talking about some Red Sox. So uh, Greg Brislow uh, said it's been a challenge to improve the Red Sox rotation, which I, I disagree with him on this. Um, obviously, you know, the Red Sox are in this situation now where they don't want to spend money. They want to build a farm system, which at the same time, it's not bad, you know, to fix the farm system, try to build a farm system. But, I mean, this team used to go out well, and they used to go spend money. Now they're not doing that anymore. He said, I know at one point it sounds like it's uh, empty words to say we're engaged in uh, every uh, every path and trying to pursue every opportunity, but it's true that we are and that we don't always work out. Uh, Bilzer said, uh, Tuesday, according to Pete, Pete Abraham of the Boston Globe, he said it's been a challenge. I think a lot of teams are seeing that starting pitching is highly, highly um, desirable. Um Trade, trade fucking farm pieces. I know you don't want to get rid of your top farm price people, but if you can do this to improve your pitching, because I look at this pitch rotation, the pitch rotations are awful. The pitch rotation sucks. You brought You you bring in Lucas Chialito, who was on three different teams last year, who was awful last year, had a seven point what was it seven point seven ERA or something like that, or seven point zero three ERA you bring bringing him. He's gonna be number one. Your number two is gonna be Brian Billy. Number three is gonna be probably Nick Pavetta. Nick Favetta. I don't. Know, I just. I just look at this pitching rotation. I think it's terrible. You know, if they can go out and just screw it and say sign Jordan Montgomery. Your number one can be Montgomery. Number two can be um, Lucas Giolito, um, or even try to go and sign Blake Snell. But I just. I. I. I I disagree with Greg Brizzle on this. You know, like I said, I always talk about every time Lucas you know, Uh they missed out on. on um, uh, you should be Yamato and uh, Shuda Mina after probably making an effort to land uh, both of them. Apparently, you uh, You should uh, you Yamato had no interview i uh, know i did not go visit boston at all uh, meanwhile the club uh, chairman tom warner walked back his comments after saying boston go out to full throttle this offseason to improve uh after hiring Brazil. he said maybe that wasn't the most uh uh artful way of saying what i want to say uh, warner said according to shane mcadam of mass live which is why we're uh going to uh be uh which is, uh, which is that we're going to be uh, pre- uh, pressing all levels to improve the team. In the end, nobody's happy with our performance the last few years. Some years we go after somebody who is about to be a free agent uh, or was a free agent. Um, it's a pretense to uh, Trevor Story, Raphael Devers. Uh, Albert's Sox expectation is currently projected to include Giolito, Brian Bello, Cutter Crawford, Nick Pavetta, and the chair of Tanner Hall, Garrett Wick-Luck, and Josh uh, uh Boston finished last in the AL uh three of the uh AL East three of the uh last four seasons. I just look at the pitch rotation, it's not a good pitch rotation. Um it's awful pitch rotation. You no, know, Sam Kennedy Sam Kennedy, 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 the Red Sox president, expects to lower payroll in twenty twenty four. Uh it says it'll probably lower it was probably it will probably be lower than it was in uh twenty twenty three, Kennedy said on Friday according to um uh, Mass Live's Christopher Smith he says, I don't uh, know for sure. Uh, we don't talk about specific numbers, uh, but I want to be clear that we build and engaged, and it's been engaged, and, uh, will, and it will uh, decay the uh, spend. Uh, Kennedy announced Wednesday that the pension will pay a uh, payroll uh, reduction during the winter. Uh, we can invent were the uh where he and other uh executives including new of best uh baseball operator um Greg uh Greg Brizzle Bood, which I don't blame him. Um these fans are pissed. You know, these fans are pissed you're not going out there, you're not improving this team. The Red Sox like I, I said it a few months ago when I was listening to 985 the sports hub a Station here in New England. One of the guys said this was twenty nineteen, so twenty nineteen was five years ago now. He said, "In five years, the Boston Red Sox are going to be the Detroit Tigers of the MLB," and he's not wrong. He's not. The Red Sox are going to be one of the worst teams in baseball this upcoming season, and it's a shame. You know, I I, I can't watch this team anymore. You know, these fans are not going to be happy. I'm watching Red Sox games. Finway was. I would probably say watching games last year. Probably, Finway was probably 60% full, 7% full last year during some games. And I'm not gonna be surprised if these fans do the same thing and not show up to these games. And the guide the And you know, John Henry, Greg Brislow, they're gonna be looking at the stadium saying, This place is empty. We need to do something about this. And, and it's a shame. It really is. You know, the, the Red Sox are not doing anything to improve, and it's just going to be a very bad couple of year, a couple of years. It's going to be a very from who knows when the team's going to be good again. I'll probably say it's going to be probably a very next bad five years for the Red Sox. They're going to be the one of the worst teams in baseball for the next few years, and it's really, really, really going to suck to watch. Um, I'm so sick of the Red Sox making these excuses, saying. you know we we we, we you know, I know we said we're going to go and spend money but maybe we didn't say I know we're going to go we said we're going to go and spend money but maybe we we're, we weren't going to do what we thought we're going to do you no know, we're still trying to lower the payroll fuck the payroll go assign people you used to go give these contracts these 6 7 year contracts to these players and now you and now you're just sitting back and being a dumpster fire you know sell the team no, sell a team to somebody that's going to want to make this team a winning ball club that they should be. Um, I got two more baseball. I want to get my NFL div- uh, divisional rounds because I forgot to do it when I talked about the NFL. Uh, Tosca Hernandez said, um, which I don't blame him. Said, i no place better to play than the Dodgers." He says, "I want to go to a team that can uh, compete and be in the playoffs in a good team organization that makes better plays." He said on. Uh, uh, on a video call. Uh, he says, uh, everything comes down to confidence at home plate. Uh, that was one of the uh, hardest things for me, getting comfortable. He said, if you watch my numbers, there's a big gap plan on the road. It was more about getting confident at home and trying to do the same thing I would do on the road. He hit uh, 296 with 32 home runs, 112 runs batted in with Toronto, making in his only all-star um, appearance. He has a 261 career average with 159 career home runs, 470 runs batted in, um, he also want to say, uh, we feel like a power and the ability to uh, really handle left-handed pitching. And ex- um, and ex- I'm all over the place. We feel like uh, the power and ability to really handle left-handed pitching and an uh, expression of fit for how our lineup constructed. General Manager Brendan Gomez said, according to that, uh, adding Hernandez will be an everyday player. Um, I don't blame Tosca Hernandez going to the Dodgers. Now the Red Sox, were interested in Red Sox, interested, interested in everybody. But you look at this Dodgers team, and I feel like Tosca Hernandez, I feel like he had thought about going to Boston, but he looked at the Red Sox and said, that team is not going to compete. That team has no, has no chance of making the playoffs. Then he looks at the Dodgers, he says, okay, do I go to a team that's going to be a dumpster fire, that's going to probably finish in last place, that's not going to be anywhere near playoff player of contention, not even near the wild card spots. Or don't want to go to a team that is Shohei Otani, that has Freddie Freeman, that has um Mookie Betts, that has a team that can that can compete for a World Series. I'm gonna go there. And I don't blame him going to the Dodgers. Um I don't blame him. I do not blame him going to the Dodgers. Uh now speaking last but not least, uh Wano Franco. Uh, more news on Wano Franco. You know, everything's falling apart for him. Uh, apparently, um Prosecues in Dominican Republic uh, alleged he opened up a WhatsApp on his phone and sent messages to the teenage girl whom he uh, carried a month-long relationship with and paid to remain quiet about it. He said, my girl, uh, Franco uh, alleged wrote in Spanish, if my team realizes this, it could cause problems for me. Uh, it is a rule for all teams that we cannot talk to minors. and yet I took the risk and I loved it. After nearly six months of vaccination, uh, Franco was arrested on New Year's Day for not appearing in court to answer summons for the government, child welfare, and a unit, his uh, native Dominican Republic. Prosecutors later accused him of having sex with a 14 year old girl <clears throat> when he was uh, 21 years old. There's um, the charges of criminal sexuation uh, and uh, Um It's disgusting. He could face up to 20 years in prison and reckoning with the uh, possibility of his MLB career ending at 22 years old. Um, this is serious. Uh, this is there are serious questions regarding the authority in uh, particular documents in uh, references contained in the prosecutor's um, com- uh, confidential file. Um, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Uh, the girl, now 15, met Franco online, uh, according to prosecutors. According to a uh, document, he took her uh, from home in uh, Puerto Rico on the northern coast of Dominican Republic on. December 19, 2022, for two days during the time they had sex twice. Prosecutors said uh, and started a relationship that lasted four months. That's, dude. I I just, I, I, I don't get it. You know, you, you were a baseball superstar. You could have got any woman you wanted. You could have got any woman you wanted. You could have gone downtown Tampa Bay, you could have gone back to Dim Republican, snapped your finger and got any woman you wanted, and you choose you choose a fourteen-year-old girl to have sex with, to have relationships with, to throw your career away. Wanda Franco could have been a baseball he was on his way to being a baseball superstar. He was on his he was on his way to being something great, and he threw it all away just to have sex with a fourteen year old girl. Um Frank wrote, I would like you to forget everything you uh, learned to uh, to raise you my way. She responded, and in, in, uh, in that is your way without love, without respect. Frank replied, there was uh, more uh, to it, but uh, you're just a girl, and you don't know how to get along with me. That's why you failed, but I'll give you only one chance. Uh, you uh, must be only for me. Don't look at anyone else. I, I know uh, you've been with someone else. Uh, but uh, no one will know you uh, how uh, I want you to know. Uh, apparently, the girl said she was upset by the conversation and contacted a reporter with her mother. Uh, Fill the official uh, uh, report. The American public, I feel, I feel sorry because I didn't want to hurt Franco. The girl said uh, he was good to me. About a month later, allegations of relationship leaked out on social media on August 14th, permanent Major League Baseball to vexitate uh, Franco. Um Meanwhile, the uh, girl's relationship with her mother worsened after, uh, after a relative interviewed uh, by authorities throat reports that the girl wrote a letter saying she was going to kill herself for uh, alarming uh, family members. Um, I just, I don't get it. No, Wanda Franco, you're a fucking idiot. You threw your career away just for 14-year-old girls. It's disgusting. Um, I just don't get how... How someone can look at a, a minor and get churned on. Um, it's disgusting. And Wanda Franco, no, like I said, you're on only way to be something great. And you throw it all away just to have a relationship with a 14 year old girl. And apparently the mother was in on this too. I, I said in the podcast a few weeks ago that Wanda Franco brought her mother a car, gave her a, amount of, uh, a certain amount of money in Dominican form to keep quiet about it. And to not only to keep quiet about it, to have relationships with this, this with the mother's daughter, which is disgusting. Mother was not in on this too, um, but Juan Franco, man, it, it, it's a shame. You know, you're going to go down as one of the one of the biggest one of this in baseball. Now, when people look on your career, they're going to look back on what you did, and they're going to say to themselves, "What he could have been if he didn't do this." Um, it's definitely a shame and, uh, let's get to my NFL, uh, pred- uh, divisional round predictions. Uh, today we got the, uh, Texans versus the Ravens at four 30. Um, on my YouTube channel, I said, uh, that the, uh, that, um, Cesar Strauss was going to, uh, crumb under pressure. I said, he, there's no way he's going to be able to, uh, beat that Browns defense. Uh, but he had no problems at all against that Browns defense. Um, I got, the, I, got, I got the Ravens winning this one. I think now I just think this Ravens team has often been in that Browns team It's in Baltimore. I got the Ravens winning this one. Then we got the Packers at the 49ers. The Packers last week absolutely stomped all over the um some all over the um uh Cowboys in Dallas. Um You know what? I'm going with the upset. I won't be surprised. Ah, I don't know, I don't know. You know, I'm going to go with the 49ers, but I won't be surprised if the Packers pull it off. It is National Cheese Day, so the NFL is scripting something here. I got the uh, 49ers winning this one. Tomorrow we got the Lions versus the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks in this one. Um, <laughs> it would be cool to see the Lions continue the story, but I don't think the Lions' second Lions secondary is not that good. I bet we can get it going. Chris Godwin, make Evans can get it going. I got the Buccaneers winning this one, but I would like to see the Lions to win. Then we got the uh, Chiefs versus the Bills. I got the Bills winning this one. Um, You know, both Patrick Holmes and Josh Allen are tied three three apiece against each other. This is the uh, third time they're facing each other in the playoffs. Um, Chiefs have won the previous two meetings when these uh, these two faced each other. I got the Bills winning this one. I think it's going to be a great game. So this is my NFL division round predictions. I did awful last week. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. You guys are the best, and you'll be hearing my voice next week. Take care and spike your hair. Woo, woo, woo. Goodbye.